Today's episode of Wine Time Fridays is brought to you in part by our friends at Studio 107 and 3D Kitchens by Design. At Studio 107 in the heart of downtown Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, we believe that small towns deserve great wines too. Come join us in our wine bar and gallery for an afternoon or evening escape. For more information, simply visit Studio107CDA.com. If you're ready for a complete kitchen upgrade, 3D Kitchens by Design is the place for you. Visit 3DKitchensbyDesign.info for more information. Located in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, 3D Kitchens by Design. Dream, design, deliver. Shelly bought Lucy a new toy. It's Minnie Mouse. (laughs) And it's got this crinkly skirt on it. Um, This is the high uh, level of professionalism you get with Wine Time Fridays. We can do better. We have done better. Yes. So if you're listening to us the first time, don't judge us on this episode. Well, and here's the thing. We are just people in in a home. Not, not a, like, we should well, some kind of, us, of a home. Some of us should be in a home. And by that, I mean me. It's been a long week, right? Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and of course, delicious wine. And now... Here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello and welcome to another episode of Wine Time Fridays with Shelly and Phil episode. Ooh, it's wrong on the notes. Episode 111. 111 is a nice number. It is. Monk Tabitha would, like it. would love 111. That's true as well. Uh, it's Friday, June 3rd. Happy Friday. It's wine time. Happy Friday. Shelly? Yes. How's your week going? Getting better. (laughs) Getting better. You, at the beginning of the week, had a very kind of an important deadline. You had to write like a million words for a blog post or something, or 3,000. 3,000-ish words for a retirement website. Yeah. Uh, So that can be daunting. Uh, 3,000 is a lot of words. It is. Yeah. And I'm very concise. Very, yeah. In our relationship, it is why say something in 20 words when I can use 100 words? That's me. Mm-hmm. Shelly's like, why say something in 20 words when you can say it in five? Exactly. <laughs> or one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'll tell you what. Today and tomorrow and Sunday, we've got national days all over the place. Today is International Sommelier Day, as well as National Donut Day. We typically wouldn't mention National Donut Day, but I thought, why not? We love donuts. Well, yeah. I love donuts. <laughs> we really love gross What's donuts. What's your favorite donut? Mine? Oh, man. Um, I love jellies, mm-hmm. ra- raspberry jelly, lemon jelly. Um, might be my very favorite. Like a cinnamon roll doesn't count as a donut, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if it's a cinnamon roll donut, they're different. Yeah. I mean, like I love cinnamon rolls, really good ones. You make the best in the world. Mm. Um, no, you really do. Ooh, we should. What's your favorite donut? As I open our first wine of the night. I like sugar donuts, jelly donuts, maple bars, 
and the crumb and from gross donuts. Oh yeah, gross donuts are not gross. They're that's just the name. that's the name. <laughs> um, I think that's pretty funny. Yeah, you named half the donuts out there. No, there's a lot more. Okay, I'm doing I don't that. like powdered sugar donuts. But but the sugar donuts you do, mm-hmm. and you love old fashioned donuts. Did you say that? No, I don't like old fashioned oh, donuts. Oh, man, how did I get that so wrong? <gasps> Careful! Are you struggling with that champagne? <laughs> Come on. Okay. Well, so today International Sommelier Day, Sommelier Day and National Donut Day. Tomorrow, National Cheese Day. Sunday is National Bubbly Day. Can you pass me your Andrea Robinson, the one white wine glass? Thank you. (laughs) Nice sound. So, because it's National Bubbly Day, we have decided. Oh, National Bubbles Day. It's bubbly, but... Okay, bubbles bubbles is fine. Bring out the bubbles. Uh, So we poured a um, Jalians, Jalons. All our wines we're tasting tonight are from France. So Jalons Vin Mousseau Renaissance Brut. Did I even come close? Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of bubbles in that. Nope, this is a very inexpensive... tiny... uh, Sparkler from France. Oh, okay. Inexpensive equals what? About 10 ish. Oh, yeah. That yeah, is 10 bucks. Health, wealth, and abundance, gratitude, romance, and peace on earth. That's pretty good. I wasn't expecting it to taste that way. <laughs> there's not a lot of yeast on this no, one. No, there's not. And I wonder if that's true of not very expensive. Champagnes. That could be. Um, so, of course, champagne has to be made in France to be called the champagne. It has to be made in Champagne, France. France. Yes. Yeah. And so this is in France, but not Champagne, France. And honestly, the this producer makes some very high-end sparklers. Um, I, I believe they also make some champagnes. So they, they are all over the place. Um, this is one of their least expensive, but here's the funny thing. Um, we're having this and we're, we're going to taste some cheeses and not baby cheeses, not baby cheeses. No, (laughs) a little modern family, um, deal. We've got four cheeses on our plate. We have, uh, um, three of them are from Murray's, which I got at Fred Meyer, by the way, this sparkler, this bubbly, I have no idea where we got it. Uh, okay. I, I don't know. I, I just don't. <laughs> I don't know why we have it. Maybe we will want it. Maybe somebody brought it over. I don't even know. Mm. Usually I'm better with my notes, but this one, not so much. So we have uh, Fromagère de Fenois. <laughs> what? <laughs> Robusto Gouda. I know that one. What? Where are you, what are you reading? Oh, I have our cheeses on page one, right below wines this episode. Oh, so so fromager means cheese, and probably often was probably where it came from. And the Robusto Gouda and the Rogue Creamery Smoky Blue Cheese. 
So, and I'm, we're supposed to have which? Yes. All of those. I, I'm a, I mean, I think the cheddar will go pretty well with the red, but I'm going to taste all of these with all of the wines. So, so what we, did your wine and cheese pairing research tell you, though, that it should go with? Um, the younger the, the wine, the younger the cheese. Okay. Okay. Um, the stinkier the wine, or excuse me. <laughs> the stinkier the cheese. The stinkier the cheese. You can go with a little bit more um, older, robust. robust wine. Yep. Red. Yep. So I just had a little bit of the Gouda, and I'll taste it with this. Is it Gouda? You're so cute. It tastes great. This is... Um, it's probably really good also because the good is a bit salty. Right. Um, I would, would you call this sparkler sweet? A little bit. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So um, salty and sweet go together in the food <laughs> and wine. Of all the cheese the Netherlands produces, Gouda is the undisputed king. Is that right? All three of these cheeses, cheese, oh man. All three of these cheeses are from cow's milk. I have a little bit of smoky um, blue cheese now. I don't think that'll go very well with that. I just took a little piece. Now, we have crackers on our plates, too. I'm not sure if I've got the guts to eat it. Crunch, crunch. Crunch, crunch. Although, we have a snoring dog at our feet. And chickens laying eggs outside the window. Although it's a little late in the day for that. That's not bad. Not bad. I would say no. <laughs> I would say, I would pair that with a red wine. Oh, we have a red wine. We do, but not yet. All right, let's try the brie. This probably is going to be sensational. Oh, it's stuck to the cracker, Shelly. Oh, no. I'm going to have to have a little bite of cracker. I will take out... Those really obnoxious crunches. Oops. This is not triple cream brie, is it? Thank you for the napkins. Oh, man. That's really good, though. Um, wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying a bunch of words. Okay, that's pretty good. The French innovation may look like pudgy brie, but it's actually much creamier. Pudgy brie? Yeah, this particular. This is notes on the fromagère de fanois. <laughs> on the brie. 22 bucks a pound is what they say here. We got all three of these except for the cheddar from Fred Meyer. Which ones have you tried? Which ones do you like? I've tried them all. I think it goes I like it with the Gouda, but it does pair really well with the Brie, and that's mm. what most people do pair with champagne. Brie or um, Colby. So this sparkler. And Baby Swiss, so that's probably why it's. This is a little different Gouda. It's more like a, a Parmesan. It's a cross between Parmesan. And Gouda, it has a different name, Robusto. It's so it's not quite a Gouda. Is it a Greta? It's this 
You realize this may it's be the cheesiest, the cheesiest episode we've ever done. Yeah. By the way, National Wine and Cheese Day is July 25th, just for your information. Um, this Renaissance uh, Brute, Jalons, Jalons, Ugni Blanc is the grape uh, from the Burgundy region, uh, Masu. Bourguignon Masu. That's about all I've got on the notes. I couldn't <laughs> find it anywhere. I mean, we have a lot of people on the vino that have written about it, but you know, we can't trust them, right? Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, actually, either. those are the real drinkers. So, I, I mean, I think that's okay. But uh, we're going to give you our thoughts, which are this is not, not bad, bad for ten bucks. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good for ten bucks. Okay. So, so when you're working your way through cheeses, you would start with the brie because it's lighter mm-hmm. and work your way towards like the cheddars and the milder goudas. And then you would go to the other sharper cheeses like blue cheese. I think it would be a perfect time to hear from our friends at 3D Kitchens by Design. And when we come back, we are going to have a Chardonnay from Chablis. In fact, it's a petite Chablis. Your kitchen is the heart of the home. It's where family and friends gather during the most important and festive days of the year. It's oftentimes where that first glass of wine is poured. Through decades of designing dream kitchens for people looking to upgrade the most important room in the house, 3D Kitchens by Design is second to none in making those dreams come true. When it comes to upgrading your kitchen, why should anyone have to pay higher prices than necessary or sacrifice quality for affordability? With decades of experience in the cabinet industry, we've seen trends come and go, but there are some things that never change. People want quality, service, and affordability. We provide that and more, offering today's designs that will stand the test of time. So we give you one job, dream it. Dream your kitchen and then let us take it from there by designing it and then delivering your dream kitchen. For more information, please visit 3dkitchensbydesign.info. Located in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, 3D Kitchens by Design. Dream, design, deliver. All right, we just... Oh, you're going to (laughs) crunch. While you're doing that, I am going to open the Petit Chablis Chablis. It's okay. It's okay. Let it crunch. We got a dog that wants to bark, chickens that want to lay eggs, and a snoring pup that just wants to sleep at our feet during this episode. This is a 2019 Thomas Labille Petit Chablis, which is a little unusual. The reason it's Petit Chablis is that the vineyards are high up on the ridge, And the grapes don't get very big. So they're little. Yeah. But they're still Chardonnay. And it's still Chablis, which, again, it's like a champagne, only Chablis, France. Okay. That's so confusing. (laughs) It's still a Chardonnay, but it's from Chablis. It's not a Burgundy, but. (laughs) No, but. And it's little. Yeah. the, The grapes are smaller. Um, because they get beat up a little bit up there on that ridge. Uh, so cheers. cheers. A wine time Friday's cheers. Hashtag? Cheersing. Cheersing. 
Shelly? Yes. We had this at the hospice event, and it was very unusual, and I went and seeked a bottle of it. You seeked? Uh, got it through the culinary stone, and I will say, special order, it's a little bit more spendy than what the prices I was seeing of the mid-20s to upper-20s. This was more low-40s. <laughs> My goodness, that's yeah. a big difference. It is. So if you can find a place that actually um, carries it right. without special ordering. Exactly. How rare is the Petite Chablis? Uh, I think it's fairly rare, to be honest with you, because I've never seen it really on the shelves. And it was kind of the talk of that event a little bit. I remember. Because you went around saying, have you tasted this? <laughs> I, I may have said it to a couple people, not everyone. Shelly, tell me, uh, I, I'm a big talker. Uh, what do you think of this so far? It's really light. Mm. It hmm, Does it taste like a stainless Chardonnay? Because it's not been on oak. Um, it's crisp and it's a little bit citrusy. That blue cheese is so good. We got to have more. I know. We are recording this on a night we're going to have burgers with either Gouda cheese or combination. I don't even know, but I know Gouda cheese will be on the burgers. By the way, this is our opportunity to tell about meal kits a little bit because we do use meal kits here, whether it's HelloFresh or Blue Apron. Shelly wrote a very long blog post about 13 or 14 of these meal kits as a Different whole lot. Kits, yeah. yeah. And, comparison. Uh, yep. I will put those in the show notes of that blog, uh, um, URL in the show notes. Cause it's, first of all, um, all the episodes I was listening to about the cheese and wine pairings and things like this, mm -hmm. somebody was talking about a meal kit, hello fresh, which I thought was kind of cool because it really, um, in you, in our case, when you don't know what to make after a day of working our buns off and you're like, what do you feel like for dinner? Buns. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, this went south Hamburger really buns. fast. <laughs> Hamburger buns. <laughs> well, we have buns every Thanksgiving and they're the best buns in the world. So the HelloFresh and Blue Apron, we're doing a, I, I believe wow. it's a HelloFresh recipe. We're doing HelloFresh um, jalapeno <clears throat> popper burgers, <clears throat> if you want to follow along. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm so having... We'll have jalapeno on them. So the thing I like about HelloFresh, well, the biggest thing is I never know what to make, but if somebody says, okay, we're having this, then we're having it, and it's good. <laughs> So I don't have to think. And then so we try we go back and forth on a few different meal kits, but one of the things I like about HelloFresh is oh it says bust out. So bust out a pan, a large bowl, um, a measuring cup, which is pretty cool. And then what I like about Blue Apron, I think Blue Apron's portions might be bigger. Probably yeah. more carbohydrates in them, but still bigger so I don't have to add extra things. For the larger person in the house. Oh, wow. That was... Okay. I won't talk about your buns again. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it, in our house, both Shelly and I can get sidetracked with, oh, squirrel. But in, in really, <laughs> it's a reality. There are squirrels in the backyard. And Lucy just she almost caught one the other day. Uh-oh. It was about a foot away, and the squirrel found the tree and went up the tree. Wow. So close. Um, okay, so I've had the blue cheese with this is pretty good. I've had the Gouda, which is pretty good. I'm going to slice off a little bit of that brie on this one. You went backwards. I did. I'm telling you right now, out of all these cheeses, the brie is freaking awesome. And that the blue cheese is really good, too. The cheddar and Gouda, I mean, they're fine. But, oh, my goodness. <laughs> the the brie should go great with this, the creaminess. Mm-hmm. Although, as you pointed out, it's stainless. Yum. Nice pairing. It's pretty good. Okay, good. So, we did say today <laughs> is National Donut Day. Before we go any further, we may touch on a few of the donut pairings in case you're going to, you know, grab a donut and a bottle of wine. So the plain and original nothing donut donut would be Chardonnay. Okay. And then you got the glazed. I don't see how these go with donuts at all, but okay. The glazed would be this Brut Sparkler. It says Brut Champagne, but. Well, it may say it. Champagne because of the yeast. So you have yeast and donuts, mm. yeast and champagne. More yeasty mm. taste, anyways. Chocolate frosted. A Merlot. <laughs> this is making you laugh a little bit. <laughs> Strawberry frosted. Rosé. I don't know. I just think that is too much sweet. And Speaking one of pairing. rosé, we may have one next week. Well, good. <laughs> well, good. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And then a vanilla frosted dry Riesling. I don't know. Again, too much sweet. <laughs> it says dry Riesling, though, so. Still sweet. And jelly donuts, Malbec. So if anyone tries them, let us know what you think. Please. We would love to hear that. Okay, this is the last sip of this. Oh, Lucy's disappointed in that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Come on, guys. No. Shelly, this is officially Idaho Wine and Cider Month. Wow. Yes, it is. All month long. I don't think you know this, but I am presently working with the Idaho Wine Commission and having one or two of their representatives on as guests. Yay. As we taste through a couple of Idaho wines. So there, I think, are 69 Idaho wineries, give or take. We've got a lot of tasting to do. But guess, okay, we've ta- we've tasted wines from, I think, 15 Idaho wineries. Look how many more there are. I know, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to nen- mention a couple names. I want you to give me, this is going to be rapid fire. Tell oh, me no. what you think, what you remember. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right, Castaway Cellars. They're in Coeur d'Alene in the mall. Mm-hmm. They had a nice rosé and a nice Chenin Blanc, I think. I and Chenin Blanc Day is and coming that, up. The guy there, he makes really good soup. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. How about cinder wine? I know we've had them, but I don't recall. They're pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Clearwater Canyon. 
Yes, that's a good one. <laughs> we like uh, a lot of their wines. We have a couple here in the house. Coraline Cellars. Well, we do like those. <laughs> and we have, we've got, we've had quite a few of theirs too. They have a little tasting room, which is very fun to go to. Very true. How about, now, <clears throat> Cranberry Road Winery. I don't know them. So they're actually down in Riverstone. Oh, yeah, they're, they're new. They're new, and uh, I've had a couple other wines. Pretty good wines, by the way. Uh, let's tr- Koenig Vineyards. We love Koenig. Yes. Why do we like them? Oh, why? San Giovese. Oh, <laughs> that San Gio that they make is off the charts. It's really good. How about Ponderay? We haven't been there for a while. We haven't had their wines for a while. Really? We were up with Lindsay and Brian. Around Thanksgiving. Well, that's November. Well, <laughs> there have been places that we... I mean, it's June. Uh, it is June. Thank you. Um, how about Rivara? Yes, we like that. Yes. Especially the winery. It's a beautiful Gorgeous. area. And then there's a patio. You can get some snacks and cheeses, charcuterie plates and things overlooking the big valley and the oh, river. So it's, pretty. It's very, very pretty. And if by the way. If you're in the Lewis Clark area, you have to go there. Yep. Um, it's uh, many wineries are located in very, very pretty areas. Uh, Rivara is in Julieta, um, Idaho. Yep. Mm-hmm. How about uh, Split Rail Winery? We just had one from there. What did we have? I'm glad you asked. We had the Horned Beast GSM with split rail, uh, Grenache Syrah Mavedra, and uh, Vine 46. No, we like Vine 46. <clears throat> Aren't they the ones with the brand new winery opening up? I mean, not winery, but the building. Yes. It was a nice building. They were in a very small place. Anyway, there's just a few of them. And we are going to try to taste at least one Idaho wine every week, except for this one, through the rest of the month. So that will be fun. Now, the last of the last before we head into the very last one, which is a 2012 10-year-old Bordeaux. We're going to hear from Studio 107. If you're looking for a place to wind down in a friendly and inviting atmosphere, Studio 107 in the heart of downtown Coeur d'Alene is the place to go. Studio 107 features award-winning wines, craft beer, fine art, custom jewelry, delicious tapas, and live music. Hosting a party? Make Studio 107 your choice for your next special event or private party. Studio 107 will work with you to create a fun, unique, and personalized evening of wine tasting. And take your wine enthusiasm and knowledge to another level by joining our Studio 107 Wine Club. Our wine club brings you exciting and exclusive wines from sellers around the world. You'll have access to exclusive Club 107 tastings and special events with winemakers from amazing wineries monthly, as well as receive additional discounts on wine and jewelry. At Studio 107, we believe that small towns deserve great wines, too. We invite you to join us in our wine bar and gallery for an afternoon or evening escape. Or visit Studio107CDA.com for more information. Welcome back to Wine Time Fridays. 
with Shelly and Phil, episode 111. Um, my daughter Tabitha, when she was really young, she would say, Dad, every time I look at the clock, it's either 11-11 or 1-11. I said, okay, why is that bad? She's like, it's bad. Well, make it good. She's like, Dad, don't be stupid. <laughs> you can't make it good. So, since that time... Which is probably 20 years ago now. Really? Either 1111 or 111. Every single day, I text Tabitha, happy 1111 or 111. I love you. And I asked her a couple, three years ago, hey, how's that working? That, that being a really bad time. She's like, that's not a bad time. You were right. <laughs> so. That was a story to get us through the pouring of this. Uh, can you help me with the pronunciation on this? Chateau Belgrave from Polyak. Polyak. Polyak? Polyak. Okay. Polyak. I don't know, actually. I'll bet this will really go good with burgers tonight. We're going to need to zip right through this Ooh. because this is freaking awesome. This is good. Wow. I mean, it smells good. We haven't tasted it. I haven't oh. tasted it. Uh, Lots of dark berries. Dark berries. Cheers. Cheers. Hashtag cheersing. Shelly, you would be really proud of me. Would I? This has been downstairs in our cellar for over a year. 14 months. This is from the Culinary Stone of March 2021. I actually think it's a good thing you pulled it out. I see a little bit of aging on it. I don't yeah. think this could age much longer. Well, I thought that. That's why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I see a tiny bit of brown along the edges when I lead it on its side. Just a little bit. But, boy, I would think it would be even, yep, just a little amber on the very edge. It's probably just right. Well, good for us for doing that. Um, we're going to go ahead and try some of these cheeses with this. I'll bet gonna that. going to try the blue cheese. Mm -hmm. Me too. In an effort to help educate people. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. We're going through this stuff. And all of, well, at least the cheeses are very available. These wines, less available. But similar. Yeah. Similar wines can be found. That's pretty good. That's really nice with the blue cheese. It Very. should go well with the good, I think. Shelly, are you supposed to, when you're pairing food and wine, do you take a bite, then a sip, or do you take a sip and then a bite? Yes. That a girl. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many different ways of doing that. Mm. So I just took a bite of the Gouda. A lot of little chewing sounds. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's really good. Yep. Yeah. People ask, how do you know if it's going to be good or not? First of all, try. Right? Mm -hmm. There are going to be some natural pairings that are going to be a hit almost every time. But you will and then know. Trevor says some will be marvelous and some will be. <laughs> a train wreck. Yeah. Hey, interesting. <laughs> Um, so Trevor is a sommelier, 
and we have uh, International Sommelier Day today. We should listen real quick to what Trevor says was his um, journey to becoming a sommelier. About a month. Trevor, you're one of the very few certified sommeliers here in town that purchase wine and sell retail. Yes, that is true, although um, maybe it's becoming a trend now since, well, technically, Krista Spencer French is uh, selling wine retail, but she's also a wine bar, which I am not. So we both struck off on our own and, um, and done something, mine a retail store that happens to conduct tastings multiple times a week, and yep. there is a wine bar that also has a very small retail element, so. Uh, so you are a certified sommelier. What is that process, and why is that important? Well, uh, it's important because it um, it puts a, a, at least a, a moderate guarantee on the fact that someone isn't an imposter. Wine is almost entirely objective, but there's enough subjective parts of it that someone can BS through it, or someone can use the term sommelier because they act in that capacity in a restaurant position, but have not actually achieved any credential toward that end. So. The term can be somewhat meaningless unless you've gone through a governing body that issues credentials, especially a highly regarded one, uh, like the Court of Master Sommeliers, uh, and it would be therefore known uh, and could be easily um, provable uh, that you've gone through uh, a, a serious, rigorous examination, um, a tripartite examination in the case of uh, the Court of Master Sommeliers. What was your process in becoming a certified sommelier? Well, I, I've been in hospitality since 95. I've been in fine dining since 98, and I've been serious about wine since about 99, and you could say I was in the infancy of being a wine professional in 2000. I didn't sit for and pass my intro to SOM exam, followed by my uh, certified SOM exam, respectively until 2007 and 2008. I could have done it far sooner than that, um, but I was waiting until I worked for a restaurant that was willing to pay my examination fees, and nice. uh, that was always, that was a nice thing. Sure. Back in my more youthful days of struggling and blowing money on all the things that I shouldn't have and seemingly not having very much of it. <laughs> oh man, so uh, I have to ask you this question. As a certified sommelier, what is your very favorite wine and cheese pairing? If pressed, if I must furnish an answer, um, I would say a younger, milder Loire Valley goat cheese paired with a Sancerre or a Puy Fumé mm. would be would be my favorite. And that might just be based on the mood that I am in presently. <laughs> Trevor, thank you very much. This is great information. Congratulations on Terroir Fine Wine. And if anyone has a chance, come on by. They're open Tuesday through Sunday, six days a week. Six days a week. Well, as long as I can, as long as I can do it. In fact, um, I'll never not be open six days a week. I, if when I get to the point where I'm going to collapse, I'll just... so that is a little bit of Trevor's story, and um, it's. Important to note that to become not only a certified sommelier, but all of the different levels takes a lot of work, 
a lot of drinking wine. It's funny, while we were listening to that, both Shelly and I were working on our cheese and crackers <laughs> and wine. And these are all really good pairings. And they're easy to find. They are. I wonder what sommelier actually means, because there's a commercial going around right now about a bologna sommelier. Really? <laughs> yes, I think it's cute. <laughs> well, interesting, bologna because today, not. our eternal wine... Wine Time Fridays, wine word of the week is sommelier. Well done, Shelly. I didn't do it. You did. You led me <laughs> right into that. Uh, a sommelier, a wine steward, or the person in charge of the wine list or beverage program at a restaurant. Or bologna program. <laughs> My bologna has no. the first name. Okay. Uh, real quick, uh, wines we enjoyed this week. Real quick. Well, that first one is going to be really important. I can say Valpolicella Rapasso, but it's the Sakal. Yeah. We had this from, uh, I'm going to say it, Studio 107. Mm -hmm. And we poured it and drank it. And Shelly looked at me like she's looking at me right now, which is, this is not good. (laughs) So there's this thing, right? Is it the grape or is it just bad wine? I yeah. always want to grab on to the fact that it's actually the just grape, grape. and it. Yeah. You don't have any taste. Buds. But like 13% of all wines opened are going to be corked. Yeah. Which so is, if you taste a wine and you think something's not right here, by all means, take it back. So because I did. You don't want to have, you don't want to have that thought about this wine when it could be a really good wine and you're going oh yeah that was horrible so uh tom and studio 107 is a sponsor of our podcast i brought it in and i just felt so bad he popped the court and he put his nose up to the bottle and the i mean he didn't even get a full sniff in and he said this is bad corked it grabbed a new bottle and handed it to me That was nice. (laughs) A similar thing happened with a Chardonnay. Now, typically you don't want to buy wines out of a gas station. (laughs) I would say that I would agree. But recently we had a gas station open up in our neighborhood. I'm not going to say where it is on Atlas and (laughs) Celtis. And they actually have an unbelievable wine selection. We saw DeLille D2 there. Stag's Leap is there. I mean... Uh, there's Rombauer. That's really odd. I, I mean, I was like immediately smitten. So because of a lack of time between one event to another, getting home and wanting to make sure we had wine in the house when we got home after the last event that was chilled, ready to drink, because that's important. I picked up a wine and it was horrible. And it was like. It was horrible. It was a, a wine that typically would not be horrible. That's why I bought it because, mm-hmm. I mean, I knew the name. And uh, they did not return it. They wouldn't return it. They would mean. not return it. And so uh, I would I would just say any wine that you feel is not good, do not plow through it. I, even to this day, will still try to and Shelly's like don't life's too short to drink bad wine Phil (laughs) so uh, it's not an easy thing to do is to return a bottle but it 
it's it's almost um, a it's almost a right. If you purchase the wine, if it's bad, you should be able to get a replacement. Mm-hmm. So just understand that. That's the Sacal Valpolicella Repasso. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we also have the Le Colline. Colline Chateauneuf de Pop. Um, oh, look at all these I, should, I know. Let's just give it to you. Chateau Haute Grand Von Blay Cote de Bordeaux. That's a big, big, big that's long one. That's one wine. By the way, we're going to do an episode on how to read wine labels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, so just so you know. And then oh. Elsom Cellars, Horace Heaven Hills, Malbec. That prompted oh, me. Delicious. That prompted me to make some calls to some distributors around here and some aforementioned uh, sommeliers to <laughs> let's figure out a way of getting these Elsom Cellars wines into North Idaho because they are so good. So good. Anyway, off we go. And then Power Syrah. That was and good. And Townsend Cellar Chardonnay. Yep. The Power Syrah we got from Coeur d'Alene Fresh. And uh, it was fantastic. Uh, we're going to wrap this up next week. Definitely, Shelly. A rosé. Oh, good. Probably from an Idaho winery. Hmm. We have World Verdejo Day on the 10th of June, so that's a week from today. National Prosecco Week is June 11th, 16th. National Rosé Day is June 11th. Drink Shannon Blanc Day is the 18th, and we are going to bring in a Lambrusco. I love Lambrusco. I know. And by the way. We don't have it often enough. No. Uh, Lambrusco is very versatile. So that's uh, June 21st. Um, and that's not, Shelley, a, that's not an echo. Shelly bought Lucy dog. a new toy. It's Minnie Mouse. <laughs> and it's got this crinkly skirt on it. Um, this is the high uh, level of professionalism you get with Wine Time Fridays. But remember, with a little bit of... We can do better. We have done better. Yes. So but, if you're... Listening to us the first time. Don't judge us on this episode. Well, and here's the thing. We are just people in a, in a home. Not, not a, like, <laughs> we should. What kind of, us, of a home? <laughs> some of us should be in a home. And by that, I mean me. Thanks to our sponsors today. Please, you guys don't judge us either. Studio 107, 3D Kitchens by Design. Remember, with a little bit of knowledge, wine becomes a lot less overwhelming. Don't forget to head down to Coeur d'Alene Fresh tomorrow, Kathy Colton and... The reluctance will be there. Looking for a place that you can enjoy a quiet conversation over a glass of wine from an amazing wine list without breaking the bank? Studio 107 is the place for you. At Studio 107, we have a new selection of wines chosen each week for tasting by the flight or by the glass, as well as a unique collection of bottles from wineries around the world. For our beer-loving friends, we offer a terrific selection of micro-brews, too. At Studio 107, your downtown Coeur d'Alene wine bar and gallery, we believe small towns still deserve great wines. Visit Studio107CD8.com for more information. Rich Perry, founder of 3D Kitchens by Design, located in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, loves a nice glass of Cabernet Sauvignon but he says it just doesn't taste the same in an outdated kitchen. Your kitchen is the heart of the home. It's where family and friends gather during the most important and festive days of the year. 
and it's often where that first glass of wine is poured. 3D Kitchens by Design has seen trends come and go, but has figured out a way to provide quality, service, and affordability in their kitchen designs that will also stand the test of time. Dream your perfect kitchen and then let us take it from there by designing your kitchen and then delivering your dream kitchen. For more information, please visit 3dkitchensbydesign.info. 3D Kitchens by Design. Dream. Design. Deliver. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast by visiting winetimefridays.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us on our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page, Instagram, or on Twitter, which is at Vintage Tweets, for daily conversation. Until next week, here's our toast to you. To health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, peace on earth, and of course, romance.